Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. It's Kirsty and Isaac from Real Coaching here again. In this episode, we're going to be speaking with Tyler Gregg from the data company Amped at Amped.io, which specializes in giving Amazon sellers better data points for their Amazon attribution so you can make better decisions about what's working and what's not, and use Google Ads to actually help your Amazon listing achieve better results. That's right. So that's what Tyler is going to be talking to us today is how about to make sure that we can look at the possibility of using Google Ads for an Amazon business, because this is something that we often have a debate about, and we're probably going to go into this a little bit, obviously, today. You know, when's the best time? One of our key mantras is, you know, get your business sorted, you know, your main focus business sorted first, and then look to these other areas. But then we're always looking for better traffic, right? So we're going to delve into that today, which is awesome. But before we actually do that, maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself, Tyler. You know, how did you even get into Amped? Uh, what did you do before that? And basically just tell us your life story and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thanks for the intro, guys. Super happy to be here. Excited to talk through how to kind of amplify Amazon brands with external traffic, specifically Google ads. Uh, my background is I'm a technologist guy. I used to do consulting for uh, early stage startups. And from that work, I found a company called Amped, which I decided to join full time and really devote my time and energy into growing their business. And what we were doing uh, at first, about four or five years ago, when I first started here at Amped, was we were building a data science engine for uh, Google Analytics. So we're helping large enterprise brands uh, actually understand their data better through the power of technology. And from that, we started pointing that data science engine at Google Ads because all these large companies were spending a lot of Google ads and they were saying, how can we use data? How can we use technology to make it more efficient? How can we make our ads spend more efficient, more productive, and obviously make us more money? So we started getting into the Google ad side of things through technology. And that actually ended up pushing us into, the, into a partnership with Google ads. And Google ads was saying, hey, we have a lot of people that don't really know how to leverage Google ads. Is there any way to use technology to help people create their first Google ad campaign, create their first Google ad account and make it really simple, really easy, but also effective? So we started doing that and had a lot of success. That pushed us into a partnership with Amazon who was saying, Google ads is great traffic. How can we empower our brands to go tap into that traffic source of Google ads? And if you guys have the technology to create Google ad campaigns, what if we were to be able to get you really strong data to actually see how that traffic is converting on Google ads? Enter Amazon attribution, which is fairly new to the ecosystem, but that's where we really live right now is being this middleman uh, between Google ads and Amazon and providing the data and the ability to help brands who may not be super experienced with Google ads, or maybe they have a lot of experience, but helping all Amazon sellers really tap into this uh, additional traffic source that can really take their companies to the next level. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but it, the, the Google ads to Amazon route, that, that funnel is probably not for everybody. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but kind of talk about how AMP can actually help Amazon sellers specifically, because it's not just, 
hey, let's connect you from Google Ads to, to Amazon because Amazon Attribution does that. But how do you can basically explain how you guys do it better using Amazon Attribution's platform? And maybe talk about Amazon Attribution because there might be some people sat here yeah. going, what the hell is that? So maybe yeah. start there and then go through. Sure, absolutely. So Amazon Attribution, uh, Amazon rolled out. Someone's going to fact check me on this, but a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And it's been in beta for about, for that entire time. I think it's close to coming out of beta here. Maybe it did. Someone will also fact check me there. But what attrib Amazon Attribution does is it allows you to go into their interface. It now lives in Amazon Advertising Console. You go into that interface, you go through their system, you create a tag, and then you apply that tag to a Facebook campaign, a Google ad campaign, a social campaign, Instagram, um, TikTok, or anything like that. You apply that can uh, tracking. And then now when that traffic comes in from the external source, you can see in Amazon, is that converting or is it not? The trick with Google ads is it's not black or white. Uh, you need to actually be able to see if you create a Google ad campaign that has 20 keywords, you can't just say, did it convert or did it not? You need the data to actually see, okay, which keywords from Google ads are actually converting on Amazon. And then you can actually uh, improve the campaign. That's what makes AMP's attribution unique is because we set it up these tags automatically, not only are they more accurate eliminating human error, but we're setting it up through Amazon's, through Amazon's API, which allows us to get a lot more data than if you were to manually set it up through a system. And that data is very, very important actually optimizing these campaigns. When you have say 20 keywords going, you need to see, okay, which keywords are working, which keywords are not. That allows you to start cutting the keywords that are not working, which can funnel your budget into the campaigns that are working, or sorry, into the keywords that are actually working and converting and driving revenue. So the way we think about it, and we can get into this more later, but is the first 30 days you create this campaign with Ant and you're testing a bunch of keywords. You're seeing which ones are working, which ones are getting traction, which ones are getting budget, which ones are converting, which ones are getting added to cart. And then after that 30 day window, you can start pausing keywords through the AMP system to funnel the budget into the keywords that are the winners, the ones that you found work really well for your products on Google ads. Yeah, and, and separately from that in Amazon attribution, you can't pause it at a keyword level, right? It's just pause the whole campaign if you don't think it's working. Right, you're pausing the whole campaign and you have no visibility in Amazon on what keywords are working. And the reason is, is Amazon and Google, we're partnered with both, but they're, they're frenemies, right? They don't yeah. really want to share all this data back and forth. But when you have a technology in the middle, in our console, we're pulling in Google data. So your impressions, clicks, costs, and then we're pulling in your conversion data and we're marrying that data set together. So you don't have to toggle between both, both these beasts. You're just in this little platform in AMP that's pretty simple, pretty easy to use, but giving you the data that you actually need in order to make informed decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned something in there that kind of, it kind of you just rolled over it real quickly, but you also have the ability to see how many add to carts you get, which is pretty cool because you don't get that from pretty much anything in Amazon that I know of. And, and Amazon never tells you how many add to carts you get. Right, yeah. And it's something that we actually just got into the system in the last couple of weeks. And that data is, again, incredibly, incredibly valuable because it's such a leading indicator. 
if you're spending money on a keyword that's gotten you five add to carts and no conversions, you you might see no conversions and just pause it. But when you bring in the add to cart data, that's a really, really strong leading indicator that that's a productive keyword. You're getting people to click on your ad from that keyword. They see your product, they add that product to the cart, and then there's a 14-day conversion window for Amazon attribution to actually you know, get credit for that when that person finally converts and decides, okay, I saw this ad on my mobile device. I added it to my cart. Now I'm on my laptop, on my desktop. I'm making that purchasing decision now. Yeah. Awesome. Pretty cool. So for a simple person like me, right? So basically you're saying you're in the middle of Amazon and Google, which is awesome. So is do, does your software kind of look at the, the kind of keywords that Amazon convert on, the keywords that Google convert on, and then kind of put put that together as this kind of like monster conversion <laughs> type wheel, if you like? Yeah. So when you go through the AMP system to create your first Google ad, your fifth Google ad, your 10th Google ad campaign, uh, our system is able to combine data from Amazon and data from Google to make recommendations on what strong keywords are to invest in. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really important to be able to have this and be able to get data from both sets because people search Google differently than they search on Amazon. Yeah. And if you just take your Amazon keywords and say, hey, I convert well on this and throw them into a Google campaign, they could work. It's a good spot to start, but they might not be the best ones. People might not search Google for that. Uh, so the ability to take that kind of information, but then also bringing Google search volume mm. before you start just throwing keywords in there is one of the uh, ways that AMP helps you get off to a right start, helps you find good keywords from the get-go. We, we by no means say, we're the magic crystal ball that's, hey, spin on these keywords, you're going to make a ton of money. But we can kind of tighten that net to start, get you off in the right direction. You get your campaign going, we're giving you the keyword data, and then now you can tighten that net further around the ones that actually work. Yeah, that's awesome. Because again, it's uh, it's it's you're starting further down the track, right? Rather than number one, just doing... The well, you, people can't see me because yeah. they're listening, right? But I'm literally licking my fingers to get in the air going, okay, what should I do on Google? Which I think that's where most people start. They they think, right, I've heard Google ads is a great way to drive traffic. I've also heard that Amazon love outside traffic. And, but what does that really mean? Is that they only love it if it converts, right? So there's no point in sending a bunch of data to something, a bunch of traffic if it's not going to convert. And so this is kind of matching the kind of buying keywords with the search keywords to at least get, get to a point where you're in a really good starting spot. And then once you keep going, then that's what you guys can help with as well. I'm assuming is to then obviously, like you just said, you know, be able to um, optimize the campaigns as you kind of go through. Yeah, that's exactly it. And kind of the way I think about it is instead of starting a mile, like one, you know, in the marathon, we start you a few miles in. Yeah. And, you know, there's still a lot of things that go into being successful on Google ads you know, product, um, what people are searching on Google, pricing, how competitive you are on pricing, how competitive you are on reviews, like how good your product listing is. Like if you send traffic to an unoptimized product listing, no matter where that traffic's coming, you're going to have a hard time converting it. But what AMP does is we get you further down that path. So you're having a much better chance of being successful on Google ads. Google ads is hard. It, it, it's competitive. It, it's difficult to really nail. But with technology, or giving you um, th this kind of unfair head start, unfair advantage uh, versus a lot of your other sellers. 
And a lot of people on Amazon are not uh, using or leveraging Google ads yet. And so it's this kind of this, this new market, this new area for brands to, you know, jump into, see if their products are a fit, uh, you know, a small investment, you can find out if it's going to work or not. And then, you know, we're giving you the data to show what works and then you can just double down and, you know, it's kind of a gold mine for the products that are working on Google ads. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, uh, like I said, a lot of people have tried ads, Google ads, um, very small budgets and, and kind of failed because they don't really know what they're trying to, to do, right? They don't know where even where to start. So, you know, we kind of mentioned that earlier. It's probably not for every seller, at, at, you know, every stage of business. So what kind of, what seller do you think would be kind of perfect to start this? What stage of business? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, we're, we're still collecting a ton of data on this. We're we, we did beta testing in the spring of this year. So spring 2021 is, is the year we're in. And we first started just to test, does this impact, does external traffic impact rank? And we saw pretty conclusively that it does. And then we rolled out attribution to see, okay, uh, not only does it impact rank, but can we make profitable campaigns, campaigns that are making, breaking even or getting even stronger ACOSs, you know, uh, in Google ads, we talk return on ad spend, ROAS, but I know Amazon sellers are ACOS. So can we get that ACOS 100%, 70%, 50%, 30%? And that's when we rolled out attribution. And now that we have that visibility, which we launched about a month and a half, two months ago, we're collecting all this data to see, okay, what products are really suited for Google ads? We're a data company, so we love seeing this data. We love analyzing it and understanding that question which products are suited. So we're still collecting data on it, but what we're seeing so far is it's, you know, you got to do the basics on Amazon, optimized product listing. You should be investing in Amazon ads, spending all that stuff, propping up your product listing. But this is the opportunity to go out and get and amp up the traffic. The variables that we see that are the biggest impactors are pricing compared to competitors. If you're selling a $20 item and your competitors are selling that similar product for 10 bucks, that's probably going to be a leaky funnel when they coming in, when that traffic's coming in from an external source. Mm -hmm. So price compared to your competition. The other one is reviews compared to competition. So there's two ways to think about this. If you're looking to just try to improve your rank, you know, a cold start product could be good. You know, you're bringing in external traffic, Amazon saying, hey, we see that external traffic. We're going to kind of reward you with higher rank. That can work for rank. But if you have a low number of reviews, especially relative to your competition, we definitely don't want you to think, oh, I'm going to start seeing 10, 20, 30 conversions in the first few weeks. Um, so it's reviews compared to competition as well. And then the third one, and this is more of the art than the science, but it's how, how transactional is your product? Is there a longer sales cycle for it? And so the example I always use is a mattress. People, if you're trying to sell like a, a bed mattress on Google or on Amazon, and people are Googling that product for mattress, they're really in a research phase. That's a 60 to 90 day sales cycle. They're going to Google mattress. They're going to read blogs. They're going to read scientific studies or whatever it is for their back pain that's going to be really, really difficult to show a Google ad, bring them to Amazon and sell that product. Whereas a salt and pepper shaker, everyone knows what a salt and pepper shaker does, right? Mm -hmm. if, if, you're, if you're Googling salt and pepper shaker, 
you are likely in the market to purchase something to satisfy the need of needing a salt and pepper shaker on your table for that family or that group dinner you're having in a few days. So think through that of how transactional is your product. If you have one that is pretty transactional, that's a very good opportunity to go get those, tap into those billions of searches on Google, get your product out there, get it on Amazon, especially if you're prime too. There's those transactional items can really fly off the shelves from Google. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing I like about that is, uh, you know, you can supply Google ads differently than you can on Amazon. So Amazon ads are just what your product listing is. And then it's just shown in different areas on the listing. Whereas on Google, you can actually kind of change the headlines, change some of the stuff and test that stuff out if you need to, um, to make it work even better. And we were talking about doing stuff like, you know, how when you type in anything on Google, like what's the, what's the best ice scraper? I sell ice scraper. So what's the best ice scraper? And like you put an, an article or a, sorry, an ad that says like best ice scraper. And, and then it shows like amazon.com as the end, you know, the platform. They're thinking like Amazon saying this is the best ice scraper. So I'm going to click on that, go right to where your, your product is. And if you have good reviews and a good price, they're just going to go ahead and buy it. And probably, you know, instead of spending, you know, 90 cents to a dollar on an Amazon ad, you might spend 13 cents to 20 cents on a Google ad because nobody's really bidding on that particular keyword, for example. And, and Amazon is, but they're just doing it because it's cheap traffic, right? They're just trying to bring more traffic to Amazon. But if you take that spot and Amazon's like happy to let third-party sellers, you know, take the, the sale from them because they don't have to pay for it, then they actually get more money and you get more ranking. Yeah, that's exactly it, Isaac. And there's some really fun kind of clever things that you can do with these ads is exactly as you said, is the ad that you create, since it's going to amazon.com, but it's going straight to your product listing. If someone searches that on Google, it literally says amazon.com. It doesn't say amazon.com in your brand. Yeah. It's amazon.com. So when people see your ad, if you put good ad copy in there, you said best, like it is, it really looks like Amazon went to the work for you, went to the trouble and said, hey, we sell a lot of ice picks on Amazon, but this is the best one, best reviews, best this, best that. And you put that in your ad copy, you put how many reviews you have, you have you know, 500 reviews, put that in the ad copy as well. All of a sudden, someone's looking at Google for an ice pick, a storm is coming, they see Amazon, they see best ice pick, they see 500 reviews, they're gonna click that. And 500 reviews, they see prime shipping in the ad copy too. It, it can work really, really well. And it can just be this entire new source of conversions and, and traffic, not only traffic, but conversions to actually really increase your sales velocity, especially if your competition's not doing it. It's such an incredible opportunity to really boost up. And sorry, I'll keep saying it, but amplify, since we are amped after all, uh, amped up your, your listings on Amazon. Yeah. Cool. And then Kirsty, I think you had, you were, you were kind of curious about What's the magnification of that? Like, is there sort of sort of like a, a stretch number that you can look at? So maybe you can kind of. Yeah, uh, you know, this, is, there's this reason about, you know, Amazon loves outside traffic and we all hear this, but it's not very tangible. It doesn't really mean anything. So I'm sure you probably can't say exactly what it is, but what I love about what you guys are doing is that you can measure it, right? You can literally measure what that outside traffic actually means. So in your experience, what does that mean to you? 
And is it because it's measurable or is it because there's some kind of magic formula that Amazon's like, oh, we love this kind of thing happening. So therefore, we're going to give you more love on Amazon. Or is it more data driven, which I'm thinking it's probably the latter. But I'd love to hear your take on that. Yeah. Um, so there's a few things at play here. And, and the way we think about the ROI on external traffic is there's three components. So first off, it, is it can it impact your rank? And can it actually drive more organic sales? Obviously, that's the end goal for all of this. Yeah. So first part is rank impact. Second part is just straight up conversions. Can you spend $100 and make $100, make $200, make $300? And the third component is Amazon's brand referral bonus. So the BRB bonus for US sellers that get 10% back for every, every dollar they bring in from external traffic, they get that 10% kickback. So individually, those, those three things are not probably going to be a, a great, crazy ROI for you. But together, those three things should add up to be a very productive area of revenue and growth for your business. Mm -hmm. So to answer your rank question, it's, exact, it's a great question um, of like, how much does it actually impact rank? Uh, we've done a ton of testing and we see that very consistently it does. Uh, obviously, Amazon's algorithm is black boxed, so it's hard to put an exact dollar figure on it. But what we do in our system is we match up when you started your Google ads, we track rank on specific search terms, and we do line charts out. And then we also track your bestseller rank. So you can see in our system, when you started the ad, where your rank was at the beginning. And then after a few months, we'll show you that line chart. Hopefully it's moving up and to the right. And you'll be able to actually see, okay, this is having an impact on our rank. Uh, eventually what we're going to be able to do is actually calculate tacos. Uh, I assume most people listening are familiar with tacos, but actually quantifying the impact on organic rank since starting external traffic. So that's something we're super excited about doing too, actually being able to calculate that for you. Uh, in terms of what is the direct impact on the rank, to date, we, we've been doing all of this and it's the kind of the rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing to where yeah. we see very consistently when people turn on external traffic, that rank is increasing over time. We're super, super excited to uh, dive deeper into that. And we're actually releasing uh, a new feature next week. Uh, sorry to plug our own webinar, but we'll have a webinar next Thursday where we're releasing it. And uh, it's going to be something that specifically targets um, search results to actually really amplify specific search terms. So super excited about that. My product team's been hard at work on it. We've been testing it, we've proven it, and now we're about to release it to our audience. So it's something that we can not only see overall impact, but now we're going to actually be able to, sorry, I'll do it again, <laughs> amp up specific search terms uh, once we see some success. Yeah, brilliant. And in terms of um, if someone was going to start this and test it out, uh, what? In, in, so if I'm thinking about me, for instance, I'm thinking, well, I might test it with my best product, right? The product that is got great conversion, like you said, the one that's probably really well ranked as well, right? Because like you said, you just want to amp it up, right? And see what else you can get, especially over the Christmas period, which we're just coming into. What kind of budget do you think people should start with? Uh, that's, that's part A, I suppose. And then part B would be, how do you, how are you able to help people, you know, with this kind of, what, what should I call it? Um, 
without swearing. <laughs> it's basically this this mind f right of of kind of oh my god, this is another thing that I need to learn. It's you know I can't you know sponsored ads is still a little bit of a spaghetti junction for me you know type thing. So how would you help people do that so that they they feel like they're in control of being able to to know what's going on? Yeah, great question. Let me start with that second part of kind of the daunting aspect of yeah. Google Ads is our primary goal is simplifying Google ads. Our primary goal is, and why we partnered with Google was, how can we make Google ads simpler and easier for people who've never spent on Google ads before to get started? So hopefully, hopefully people will get in there and they'll go, oh, this is pretty easy. You know, it's a very simple step. It's like four or five steps to start your ad. We'll help you create your first Google ads account. The product walks you through all of that. And we also have training material in the app to help people understand what to do. So I can create an ad through our system in about 30 seconds. Uh, I've walked through, I've walked plenty of people through it on their first time and it takes them about five minutes. And normally I don't have to do anything or guide anything. I'm just kind of watching and they're, they're getting it done. So our product does a pretty good job of removing the daunting aspect of Google ads. In terms of what is a good budget, uh, the app helps you set the budget that you're comfortable with. We usually recommend starting with a $10 a day budget. And the reason why we recommend $10 a day is that's about $30, $300 for your first month. And that's going to give you enough data over those first 30 days to test a variety of different keywords and to start honing in on the keywords that are most productive for your product on Google ads. And we, we really want to set expectations clearly for what to expect from that. First 30 days, we expect to see some conversions. We call it the race to four. And what we want to do is try to find a few keywords that can generate conversions efficiently. Once we get to those four conversions, now we're a little bit more in a steady state to where we can confidently say, okay, those are the keywords that are converting. Let's pause the other keywords and let's tighten the net around those keywords that have proven to work. So the expectations that we like to set are first 30 days, you're testing. You're testing, you're trying to collect data, and then you probably will see a higher ACoS. But once we get to that four conversion mark, now we're gonna tighten it, we're gonna drive for efficiency, and now we're gonna see that ACoS start to improve. Awesome, yeah, that sounds great. Um... I think it's very it's a very measured approach as well, which I think for 300 bucks for most people, hopefully when they're at this stage, then it would be like, yeah, that's cool. I can do that. And, um, I, you know, it sounds like a very similar approach to Amazon sponsored ads, right? Which is like, just focus on the ones that work and then amp, amp that up. Um, yep. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting paid for that by any. <laughs> um, and then do you help people do that like you know what's you know i can imagine setting up a campaign and then it's like right see you later bosh off you go and we'll never talk to you again or like how do you help people do that is it through email through a call um text yeah so we're not an agency we're, we're entirely a self-serve technology product and so people come in like we're happy to like help, you know, we have an in-app chat that they can ask questions to and someone on our team, customer success team will kind of respond and try to engage them. For the most part, I would say like 90% of our uh, audiences are able to create their AMPT account, connect it to their Google ads account, create a Google ads account, connect it to Amazon, create the campaign and they're off and running. Yeah. And there's a lot of good resources in the app that walks them through 
what's good ad copy, how to create a strong campaign, how to optimize the campaign, what to look for, when to pause keywords. So it does a pretty good job of getting people up and running. Obviously, we we definitely like engaging our customer base. So any questions, any thoughts, any concerns, any kind of like, hey, like, can I get a little bit more help? Um, there's an in-app chat, uh, Intercom. It's a great, great tool that we use that um, people are able to engage uh, our customer success team with. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think just being able to provide a little bit of um, direction is going to kind of allay a lot of people's um fears right because it's all it's all good and well getting going but it's just when you start to get through that process is yeah and and what i would say is anyone that's listening today that does create an amped account create an amped campaign uh mention mention this podcast in the in-app chat when you reach out to us and my customer success team will be kind of our eyes will be peeled uh for for you guys and we'll give you a little bit extra attention (laughs) brilliant and i just wanted this just kind of popped into my head as well is in terms of making mistakes, because you just know you're going to do it, right, as you, as you first start out, um, what can you share with our audience in terms of these are the most common mistakes that people make when they start doing this stuff? And, you know, maybe some of the things that people, you know that people fear and not to worry about, right? So how, can you yeah. tell a little bit about that? Biggest fear is the dauntingness of Google Ads. Um, I, I really, really strongly believe that my product team has done a good job on making it much easier to get started. So don't worry about how scary Google Ads is. AMP's going to help you set up and we're going to help you get the data you need to optimize. In terms of most common mistakes is this is you're investing in Google ad keywords. So when you go through the system and you're picking which keywords to invest in, you want to be very, very intentional on which ones you're going to invest in. Uh, what we'll see is we'll see some people, they're, they're kind of used to, I think it's coming from like uh, uh, keyword packing on your product listing to where they pick every, so they try to add every single keyword related to their product. It's not how you want to do it. You want to be very, very intentional about what keywords you pick to invest in on Google ads. So a couple of examples would be, I just did a video here on it, but like if you're selling uh, like a knife block, on and you're selling like a knife block, say it's a magnetic knife block, you do not want to pick a Google ad that says knife block. You want to pick a Google ad keyword that is magnetic knife block. Mm-hmm. Your product is magnetic. That's what makes it unique. That's what makes it special. So you want to pick keywords that are very specific to your product. Uh, so be very intentional about that. And the other thing, a little trick too, the app does a pretty good job of pointing you in this direction. But if you can find keywords when you're creating the account through Amped that have Amazon in them, this can be a really, really effective way to get lower cost clicks. Uh, we see that if the keyword is knife block Amazon, that uh, typically on average is about 30% less expensive than just knife block. And what it also signifies signals is people searching Google for knife block Amazon. That means they're in the market to buy a knife block and they want to buy it on Amazon, <laughs> right? And it it seems so obvious, but that typically means that they're a prime customer, their credit card saved, they're transactional, they want two two day shipping. There's so much that goes into it. And what we'll see is, and again, to set expectations, right? Amazon is a conversion engine, right? Like I think it's like a 13% conversion rate on Amazon. Uh, Google is a lot lower because it's more research-based. 
But when you have uh, knife block Amazon keywords, all of a sudden you're improving your chances at that conversion rate. You're improving your conversion rates because you're tapping into the audience that is too lazy to go to Amazon and <laughs> go amazon.com and then look for knife block. They just go Google knife block Amazon. Yeah, so it's much more Google high voice or something like that. Just look for it just by type or talking to their phone or whatever. Yeah. Actually some of the data that we see is it's a lot of mobile people, mobile traffic, instead of pulling up the app or, um, you know, on their mobile device, going to the search browser, amazon.com and then two-stepping it, they just Google it. They pull up their browser and Google it. Yeah. And it converts all, not all the time. Like there's a lot of non-Amazon keywords that convert really well. Salt and pepper shaker is one that I've seen work really well, but a lot of times it, it improves conversion rates, it improves that quality of traffic a lot. And then it's also just 30% less expensive too. Yeah. So, because when you think about it, like salt and pepper shaker, Amazon, who, who else is bidding on that term? Maybe Amazon salt and pepper shaker, you know, target Walmart. Crate and Barrel, like a lot of people sell salt and pepper shakers, and will promote it on Google, but not a lot of people know how to promote it on Google and send it to Amazon. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of good information in there because it's it's almost like one of those trade secrets that you're getting before you even start it. So we talked about you know how this isn't going to be for everybody. We talked about how you have to have a good converting listing. You probably want to maximize your abilities on on Amazon before you start reaching out because. What happens is a lot of people get that shiny object syndrome thinking this thing is going to be the thing that saves my business, not knowing that there's no help, no traffic is going to save your business if your listings aren't converting, if you don't have, you know, proper, you know, ranking and sort of reviews and a good price and all that other stuff, right? So, you know, aside from all this stuff, are there any other helpful tips or pointers that you tell to somebody who's like coming to the idea of, of sending external traffic to their ads? And does this actually send are you able to use other platforms other than Google, maybe like Instagram or Facebook to send to Amazon within your guys' platform as well? Yeah, right now we're, we're focused solely on Google ads. Uh, we will be adding more functionality, but our background is Google ads. We know Google ads. We know what it takes to be successful in Google ads. So this is where we're starting. We'll definitely be adding more external traffic uh, soon because so much of the value is our connections to Amazon's API and to be able to automatically set up the attribution tags. Yep. But right now we've got the expertise in setting up attribution tags and we have the expertise in Google ads. So that's our bread and butter. And that's where we're really focused at uh, helping people uh, be successful. Also, Google is so like, it is an intent-based search engine. People are looking on on Google for products. Like the, the data is like what, 60% of product searches start on Amazon now that leaves 40% of product searches for Google. Maybe, yeah. oh, maybe, maybe 5% for Bing. <laughs> yeah. But and uh, then very few for like Facebook and Instagram, people don't start shopping on social media. Right. Exactly. So we, we usually recommend Google's a really good spot to start mm-hmm. in terms of like how to really be successful and, and kind of tips is first off, again, we like setting expectations. This is not a silver bullet. If you're struggling on Amazon, you could try Google, definitely give it a test to see what the data says, but it's not going to be a silver bullet by any means. We will see sometimes, you know, products, you can't promote them on Amazon. Sometimes Google will allow that. Um, I've seen different types of products that you just can't advertise on sponsored ads on Amazon's that Google will allow. That can be a really good and effective way, uh, but not a silver bullet by any means. 
What we usually recommend, and it's different for every business, whatever you're comfortable investing in Google ads, but we've seen that 56% of products are suited and can be very successful in Google ads. So obviously factor in your pricing compared to competitors, reviews and transactional of the item, but 56% of our products have been have seen very strong positive ROIs and return on ad spend. So what that means is if you have a catalog of products and you go, oh, I'm going to try one product on Google ads and see if it works, it's 56% chance that it's going to work. But if you can test multiple products, so just for example, you test 10, the data shows that five or six of them are probably going to work pretty well. And then those are gold mines. That's an entire new source of traffic, entire new source of conversions that you would never otherwise get. So if you have the budgets, I would definitely recommend testing multiple products, watching the data, seeing which ones are working, seeing which ones aren't working, pausing the ones that aren't working. And then once you find the ones that do work, you can just keep dumping money into it because Google ads is pretty consistent in terms mm-hmm. of once you find one that works, it, it can really can keep rolling, keep running. Yeah. Awesome. No, that sounds brilliant. And um, so tell us more about Amped in terms of, you know, how can people find you? Also, I, I don't think we even asked, you know, what what's, how does it work in terms of um, the costs associated with using the, the app and the software and stuff? Yep. So you can go to amped.io and um, under our solutions tab on our website, you'll see a, uh, an Amazon solution. Go to the Amazon solution. You can get started. It's $97 per month with a 14-day free trial. So everyone's going to be able to get up. They're going to connect to their Google Ads account, create a Google Ads account. If it's your first Google Ads account and you create it through Amped, you're going to get up to $150 in free ad credit. So that can be a really good way to kind of get started, dip your toes into Google ads. And then you get 14 days to see it, 14 days to start collecting data. And it's $97 per month. Hit us up in the app chat and we'll be able to help you. Um, any concerns, any issues along the way, or if you just want advice, uh, we can definitely help there as well. That yeah. awesome. And just the spelling on that, that's ampd.io. So there's no ed or anything if you think amped, but it's just ampd.io. So that's that's great. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's a highly valuable conversation to have because as people are starting to get frustrated with Amazon PPC, overspending on Amazon PPC, not seeing new ways to rank their products other than Amazon PPC, this is a pretty good, uh, helpful conversation because there are new ways to use your guys' skills, for example, to have that platform be that intermediate. And, and, and the one good thing I like about your dashboard when I, when I saw it is that it looks a lot more like Amazon-sponsored ads platform than it does the Google ads platform, which is very confusing to a lot of people when you first start. It's like, where do I even go? Where's my campaigns? Like nothing seems visible here. And then you, you, you know, you're used to the Amazon platform, which is the visibility screen that you guys pretty much have in your user interface. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. Awesome. Yeah. And you actually brought up something that we I didn't even mention. Uh, and I know we're coming up at time here, so I'll do this quickly. But uh, oftentimes that we're seeing is if you're spending on sponsored ads on Amazon, you're actually buying Google traffic. And what, what that means is Amazon spends themselves, they spend a ton of dollars, billions of dollars every year on Google ads. So if you search a product and you see an ad, that says Amazon, most of the time that's Amazon themselves buying that traffic. They buy it for cheap on Google. I've seen iPhone cases that are like 13 cents per click on Google. 
they take that click, bring it into their ecosystem <laughs> on a search result. And then they, the first six or seven products are sponsored ads that they're selling for 98 cents per click. <laughs> so something that I get super excited about, and as we help brands and, you know, business owners is we're in, our solution empowers you to go out and get that traffic for yourself for less. Amazon knows it works. Amazon has the data. They know it converts. So now AMP's helping you get the data. AMP's helping you as the brand seller actually go out and get that for yourself and uh, really get ahead of your competition and, and not, not be competing on Amazon for those clicks, but getting it yourself. Yeah. And I think I saw somewhere a couple of years ago, and it's probably still true that Amazon is actually the biggest individual buyer of Google ads in the entire world, which it makes sense because they're trying to convert to sales, right? Whereas everybody else is like looking for traffic or brand awareness. They're just like anything that's related to a search for a buy, we're, we're bidding on that for sure. So yeah. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thanks Tyler for being here and, and thanks for all the great insights and strategies on how to use Google ads that can and make it an actual asset for sellers instead of, you know, just becoming a new overwhelming topic. Um, so that way people can actually have a good handle on their Amazon business and then move it forward and amp it up with their, uh, <laughs> with their Google ads. So it's a great new growth uh, channel and, and it's going to be uh, clear in, in, in a meaningful way for people. So guys, if you like what you heard today, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of it as well. Also to get some free training on what it takes to have a successful business to fuel your lifestyle, head to goteamreal.com to download our free training today. We'll see you next week for the next Sprint to Profit episode. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.